Welcome to the Astral Projection Podcast, brought to you by Ali Wiley. Hello and welcome to the Astral Projection Podcast. This is a blog post from August 2016. As I've said in other episodes, I'm turning all my blog posts into podcast episodes as well. So anyway, this was from August 2016 and it goes like this. That particular morning, I had a dream, one of those dreams that stay with you during the day, Uh, possibly a recollection of an astral rescue brought back in the form of a dream. Anyway, this dream was extremely dramatic and heart-wrenching and so very real. Sometimes I think when we do these astral rescues, it's easier to cope with if you remember it as a dream than if you are consciously aware of everything that's going on. So I'm a child and we are at my old school, but it's not me, I'm a boy. We're being kept hostage and there are a lot of us and the men who are holding us are crazy as if they are on drugs. And I feel as if they would shoot any of the children on an angry whim and it is absolutely terrifying. One of the men is angry and he notices our group of children. He comes over and gets us all to stand up while he points his gun at us. Now, I know it's my turn as he points his gun at me and I know that I'm about to die. I'm wearing a white t-shirt and he's about to pull the trigger and I jump up in the air and shout, thank you life, thank you life, as I want to thank life for the little that I've had. The man fires, but it misses me. He shoots again, but misses and then he gets distracted. Then he starts firing with a machine gun and we duck. Miraculously, he misses us all. Then I find myself in a room and there's a gap in the wall and there are some people outside. No one knows we're being kept hostage and I try to get their attention. At first they think we're joking. Then we write a big black H for help on a piece of paper. One of the people is a young man dressed in a black leather jacket and black trousers sitting at a table drinking something in a black mug. We start to hear voices that aren't of our captors and we know that we are just about to be rescued. The door opens and the police come in. I almost collapse from relief. The emotion is so real, such relief. There's another child with me, my sister in the dream, and we hug, crying, and then we leave the room. As I walk, I see the young man who had rescued us and we smile at each other. Now the emotions in this dream were so strong and I I remember waking up totally exhausted. That morning of the dream, back in 2016, I looked on internet because I thought there might have been a hostage situation somewhere. And then I saw that the next day, back in 2004, was actually the first day of the Beslam school tragedy. Now, consciously, I had no idea about this. I got to thinking that morning that these events happen and we almost forget completely about them as we get on with our lives, losing ourselves in our own busyness. However, around the time of the anniversary of the event, maybe we pick up on the emotion of the people involved and so it looms up in our subconscious. Furthermore, having experienced the terror in the dream, I wonder how many children remain locked in that terror, not realising even that they had died, repeating the same scene over and over. 
maybe when people remember these events and tune into the people who have died, then an opening occurs so that guides can get through to reach them and guide them out, like the young man in black who seemed to be waiting for a way to get in. There must have been a lot of people in Russia that week thinking back to the 1st of September 2004 and the people they lost. The young man in black seemed familiar. I felt a strong connection. Years ago, I had a guide I called the man in black as he was a cool, silent type and always in black. And this guy seemed a younger version of him. I can't help thinking that he could have been another version of myself. So I think that nothing is ever truly forgotten. We just forget things sometimes because it's convenient for us. But the energy of events remains in the atmosphere, in our energetic environment. And I think this is important, especially now. We have to try and transmute all the negativity that there is in the world into positivity, into positive energy and light. And I feel there is still so much work to be done. But if we all imagine the world bathed in light, it can certainly help. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Bye for now.